Hello, sir. Yo, what's going on, brother? Not much, man. Good to hear your voice. It's been it's been a while, man. It's been a while. Yeah. Oh, before we start, do me a do me a solid. Uh, take put your phone. Do not disturb. So in case a call come through, it doesn't drop yeah. you. It doesn't drop you from the. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Do not disturb. Um, and I'll remind you when we when we uh, before we disconnect to do it, and I'll also send you a text to make sure that you get your phone calls. Uh, in that yeah. Hang on. It was a nice day today down here. It was a nice day. Yeah, we're we're, we're prepared for that this weekend. Tomorrow they said it's supposed to be uh, eighty one. Oh, Saturday it's supposed to be, be ninety three here tomorrow. That's what they say. So wow, people are yeah, not gonna know how to. Nah, we. I mean, we we're still under. I'm in Nova, Northern Virginia, so we don't know how to. We're still in a lockdown. Most of Virginia opens tomorrow, except for Northern Virginia, because we we still have a condensed. Um, I mean, sorry, we have density here, so a lot of a lot of cases are kind of still popping up. So they they're not looking to do us until June eighth, I believe, is the last time I heard for any kind of okay. thing. But I am going to still practice my social distancing until I'm comfortable. Yes, it's going to take a while yes. for me to get normal again. It, I mean, I don't even yeah, know you... when that's going to be, but movies, um, any kind of gathering. Yeah, that's a no-no. That thing. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm not that's a no-no. You got to govern yourself accordingly. Of and course. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So if you got a quiet space, we can get ready to get started. Um, you have to clap oh, yes, for as long as you need. You know, it's an organic conversation. I have no idea, people, what he's going to talk about. I am going to try to engage in this conversation as best as I can. Um, but if it's something I don't know about, I kind of let you guys drive. But I would like to at least be able to rebut or agree or whatever that's going to be. Um if you could put your phone flat too for moving, it'll 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 kill some of the chop. If you could, yeah, it's, it's flat. All right, all right. So, um, welcome to the manual. Um, it is a um, organic conversation, as I mentioned. Um, you basically can tell us anything about you. You want to divulge information, um, and then talk about whatever you want to talk about. The floor is yours. All right. Well, uh, thank you for having me. I, I really appreciate this. No problem. Um, and uh, a little about me. I feel like I'm about to give you my my LinkedIn um, profile. <laughs> give, me, give me your obituary. I tell people, I'm like, if you have to write your obituary, what will people say about you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm a husband, uh, father, a stepfather, because I'm in a, a blended marriage. Uh, I'm a Mason. I am a member of the NAACP. Uh, Vice President and Chairman of the Board of uh, New Covenant Christian Academy. It's a, a Christian school. Okay. Uh, independent contractor, uh, project manager, event planner, um, Girl Scout troop leader, <laughs> um, and I love to travel. I forgot you was Jamaican. Is that what yes. that is? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> you got where I went with that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. Hey, so my Jamaican listeners, that wasn't a, a hard plant. That was just he he actually is Jamaican. Yes, yes. <laughs> born born and raised Jamaican. Oh yes. <laughs> cool, cool. Ah, that's, that's, that's quite that's quite a list of accomplishments, man. That's 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 pretty dope, man. I know that yeah. I haven't spoken to you in some time, so a lot of this um has, has happened over the years for you. 
But yes. uh, good for you, man. Good for you. Yes, you gotta gotta keep your mind engaged. You know, keep your time time moving. It's valuable, and you know, as many as many things that you can fill that time with is good. Okay, great, great, good. Um, so, what can we talk about tonight? Um, I there's there's so many things. I, I actually, um, one of the things I heard from one of your podcasts, um, which I I hope that you'd be open to. Um, yeah. I'd love to be a, a reoccurring guest. Um, you know, we can talk about a whole lot of different things. Um, um, if that opportunity exists, but I, absolutely, I absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I have some people that want to be regulars, and it kind of gives me some content because everything is always evolving. And there's, it's like, it's like a comedy show. Comedians have yeah. tons of material because art imitates life. So yeah, if you want exactly. to be a regular, you can definitely be a regular, brother. Exactly. That's thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. We could talk about love, life fatherhood um COVID-19 <laughs> well you know uh, what COVID, COVID is getting so much press dude it's like it's like I know that's the conversation that everybody everybody kind of engages everybody in, wants but yeah it's, it's yeah. I mean it's so much information misinformation re-education education lies yeah truth yeah I don't even know what's going on I, I got my own conspiracy theories on it as you heard on some of the previous episodes um i try not to try to lure anybody into that kind of trap because i don't know who you work for what you do for a living and i don't want you know someone appearing on the podcast and that be something that people look at as a as a hard slant for them and says oh this person has these anti-views of government or anti-views of society or whatever it is i don't I'm not saying that I don't care, but I am going to speak my mind respectfully and truthfully yeah. as I can. I, I just no, that, you know, so <laughs> that makes sense. No, that that definitely makes sense, and I agree. Um, as you were saying before, this is a platform for you that will be, um, and and that's my my prayerful wish for you will be evolving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, what do you? So you mentioned a couple of things in the onset. What do you? Um, and you talked about blended family I want to touch on that for just a second if I can because it sounds like we're going to be hopping around a few different things um, what is we've seen movies like Adam Sandler and I think Drew Barrymore had the blended family movie uh, what is a blended family are you there did I lose you can you hear me yeah, for some reason you just dropped out for a second. I, I took myself off Wi-Fi just in case. Um, okay. If you, if you could do the same, that'll probably help it. Um, it is a um, virtual studio, as you guys know, and um, the way this is done is very, very, very fluid. It's a situation where I don't sit with a mic and I'm in a crazy studio. I'm literally on my cell phone doing this. Yes. <laughs> Innovation. Uh, Innovation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, All well, right. So, blended family. Did you hear what I said or no? I did hear you. I heard you. I heard you. Uh, a blended family is a, a nice way of saying that uh, um, you've now entered a relationship with someone who had children from a previous relationship. Okay. Um, so you know, you know that I was married previously, um, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, uh, Xavier, your godson, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, my wife now um, had a previous relationship where she had two daughters. 
Okay. okay. So the age range for the children are 16, 15, and 13. God help you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I can show you the sections of gray hair and point to which child belongs to which section. You got the salt and pepper going? That's crazy. Yes. I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> now you put me through it. Now yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. But she turned out to be so great. You know, I, I always say that you're the epitome of what a, a good father is. And I, I always want to grow up to be like you. Uh, I appreciate that. It was his hard work and it took a village. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not going to take credit for for it all. It took a village. It really took a village, man. Yeah. So, um, so uh, I know a lot of people out there has um, maybe in blended um families or maybe thinking about being in a blended family is any is there any pitfalls or any uh things that you would say that are positives or negatives i don't want to put you know put you on the spot but you know yeah give me one positive and one negative yeah this is um this is open so yeah it, there there are many many um positives and unfortunately yeah there are a few negatives um based on the time that I came into the young lady's life, um, there was some resistance. Um, you know, they weren't as readily available to accept a relationship. Um, but, you know, anything worth loving is, is, is worth putting the time and effort into. Um, and that's what I've done over the course of the years. And, you know, these girls, um, they look up to me, you know, like, like, you know, they, they were really mine. Um, and I love them and treat them like they, they are from me. Um, you know, I have, um, with all of them, I have date nights with the girls where, you know, we'll go out, whether it's to dinner or to the movie or to the mall shopping. And with Xavier, I have dude day. Um, so, you know, whether, again, going to the mall, going to the shooting range, whatever it is um you know we spend time together and grow uh, because that, that bond is, is important that is so important man i i um i've been on so many daddy daughter dates with naya when she was a kid up until she was about 19 and went yeah. to the army i yeah. you know it was it was something to behold because i always looked at it as a auditioning for her to go into the world where she's in a restaurant tablecloth i could conduct myself uh in a graceful manner you know, exactly. where if she if she met someone, she's not in a restaurant, no, not knowing what spoon to eat soup with. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah, man. Good Most for definitely. you, man. That's 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 awesome. Dude, day that sounds that sounds pretty dope. Like you, so you guys go to shooting range? Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. Um, um, just trying to get them, you know, prepared, and I, I think it's always best to have the opportunity. And this is for all children, whether they're boys or girls, um, to know how to react um, if they're placed in a certain situation um, where there's a gun involved, um, okay. not to be um, too excited where an accident can happen. You know, just know how to conduct themselves uh, around it. So um, that's something that I, I definitely look to teach them. Yeah, I, I had a. Um, if you listen to some of the episodes, I had a uh, actually two a two part series on firearms, which uh, two opposing views of firearms. I was kind of on both sides of it, but I I know where I, I know where I stand on firearms. Um, and basically, it's one of those things that you're right, you're right. 
uh, guns don't kill people. People kill people. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and I'll tell people that all day long. I said, you know, I don't, I don't agree in the in the, in the terms of um, how militias operate, and you know, I gotta fight for my rights to to be a, a weapon owner. No, I'm not. I'm not going that far with it. But I am going at, at as far as it is a right that we have in this country. Yes. And a lot of people don't understand that having that kind of protection is insurance in case something happens in case you don't have to I mean, you have cops that go their entire career without ever drawing a weapon you know and you have cops that get go their entire career they're they're involved in like five six shootings that ia has to uh direct them, like yo what's going yeah. on you know yes. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's dope man i'm glad that you um have a connection with, with them I, I watch the social media and i watch some of the things that you post uh and they're a lot of family oriented that is actually pretty dope that you do that I am more selfish. I post a lot of me because I'm shallow <laughs> as shit, I guess. But um, I have two pages that I try to I try to keep one more business like, but I'm blending two now into each other, so I just can't separate the two. So yeah, that that's pretty dope. Um, so yeah, so the blended family thing that was that was pretty cool. So fatherhood, how do you? Well, fatherhood is coming up soon. Uh, in the next uh, yeah, the next couple weeks. Father's Day. Yes, sir. You know, and it's pretty much it's just a barbecue because Mother's Day they get to go out. Obviously, <laughs> post post pre COVID they get to yes. go out. Get yeah, flowers. Dad just gets a barbecue, which which he does. Barbecuing. Yes, yeah, you're barbecuing <laughs> at your own barbecue. Yes, <laughs> you become your own grill man. So it's kind of fucked up, but you know whatever, man. But um, so fatherhood, man. I I met you um in life when obviously you didn't have any children yet. And then I got to um, see you have your first child. And obviously, I didn't get a chance to see you um, get into the second marriage where you had, you know, children now blended, blended in. But I know that as a, um, a dad and a stepdad in your in your first marriage, you know, I got to sit on the sidelines and watch you. You're an intelligent person. And one of the things that you um, took to those kids was that, you know, the importance of schooling. Yes. And schooling, for those listening, um, we're Caribbean people. We look at schooling a little different from the, the Black American um, side of things, and 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 it's not to put down Black American um, schooling. We just kind of have a different way. Schooling for us starts a lot earlier than it does here. Very in true. The states and the things that you learn as a child outside of regular school, you learn how to survive. You learn how to cook for yourself at a very young age. You learn how to probably wash your own clothes. Having Caribbean parents, sometimes they do these things for you for a long time, or sometimes you get pretty much thrust into the, you know, into action and say, well, hey, Kel, wash your own clothes. <laughs> yeah. You know? So you're kind of preparing yourself for the world in a sense. So when it comes to raising these children that you have now, what other responsibilities other than gun safety, which is great, what other mm-hmm. responsibilities are you are you putting on them? As far as ed- I know you're an education person. That's why I'm asking this question. Well, yes, um, education is definitely very key. Um, but one of the things that I stress, or I should say the most important thing that I stress with them is um, I go through life every day teaching them for them to prepare for life without me in it. Um, you know, I want them to all be complete. I want them to all have a foundation under themselves so when they meet someone that they're going to further their their lives with that they're not dependent upon that person, but they're supposed to be complementing that person. 
um, both the boys and the girls. Um, you know, I, I give them financial education as, as, as much that I know. Um, a couple of years ago, I started them on uh, the Bitcoin um, uh, craze. Um, okay. So they have a couple um, stock accounts with that. Um, you know, I teach them the benefits of life insurance. Um, early on, yeah. taught Xavier that is a checkbook. And with, when we used checkbooks, um, uh, iron, how to cook, the same thing. Learning that stuff when you're early on laundry but yeah. again it's just preparation um a lot of the times you know growing up we would fight having to do chores um not realizing because mm-hmm. we're not looking at it from an adult point of view but um it's preparing us for life in the future right and yeah. that's what that's mm-hmm. these are the things that i impart with them every day you know and yeah. uh, some good yeah some some sorry got you some in in regard to what you just said, some 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 men go into life looking for a mom exactly because they never were, they never were taught to do things for themselves exactly. and they're looking to get taken care of. And some women looking for the daddy exactly <laughs> that's gonna take care of yep. them. And I'm like, yo, you can't you got to come here already pre preloaded. I'm buying the deluxe model, not the base model <laughs> where you don't know anything. And I'm like, what like what what's going on? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's going on with you? What do you don't cook you don't do anything so um i know as far as as caribbean we always joke every every caribbean person jokes about their upbringing but you make a good point about how people tend to not take advantage of those life lessons because there's things that you don't learn you know as far as finances we don't learn finances no we don't not school the way no definitely true i was lucky enough i was lucky enough to take a couple of accounting courses in high school that kind of taught me how to do some of my finances and then of course my father you know my father was was someone who dealt with finances all the time and part of his work so i was able to get a a student education about that kind of thing but it, it started with me just saving money I, I was the kid that if you gave me a quarter i'm sorry if you gave me a nickel and a dime and i'm embarrassed to say this i thought the nickel was worth more because it's bigger. I'm like, yeah i want the nickel and then it's like no the dime is actually two of those and i'm like yeah, how is two of those this is most it's so small, yeah. you know, but I, I, I come to realize, I'm like, wow, you know what? If I don't learn how to count money, I'm, I'm going to have a problem exactly. in life. I'm, I'm going to not know how to do exactly. it. So many people work, so many people work for a living and don't realize, you know, if they're making $100,000 a year, they don't realize taxes take a big chunk yes, of that. Sir. And then FICA and all these other things that come out. I'm like, okay, so you're making, you're making a hundred grand a year, but technically you're living on 83 of that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, and they don't, they don't understand that, you know, so they're, they overextend in that regard because they think that, okay, I have a $400,000 on the table. You actually don't, you only have $83,000 or 82,005 or whatever, whatever it is. is. So yeah, you make a good point. Yeah. You make a good point about, um, having them learn things because you're not always going to be yeah. meaning in the physical sense or they move away to California and daddy's not here all the time to look over my shoulder. Exactly. You have to prepare them to go into the world without you. That's actually really, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, you know, coin, you know, coin that. <laughs> I'm a coin that. Yeah. If I, if there's a TM behind that, you know what? You I, know what I, I got happens. it. No charge. No charge. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you mentioned a few things that you're involved in, um, which I, I found pretty impressive. Uh, if you want to pick one of those things that you are involved in, that either takes uh, takes time to 
cultivate, take time to nurture, what would it be of all the titles that you have, huh. the hats that you have to wear? Uh, it's it's a lot. Other than being daddy, other than being yeah. daddy or husband. Yeah, yeah, of course that one is the that, that one's the top. That's that's twenty four hours a day. That doesn't stop. Um, but they're they're all hard. Um, I would say let let's let's go with Girl Scout Troop Leader. Um, oh, you was one of those. Two? I'm still one. Man, well, <laughs> I'm still, still one. one. Yes. I was one, guys. That is, actually, I was a um, it, it was I was a, a brownie. I was she didn't make it to the Girl Scouts just yet. I was a brownie. So yeah, yes. Wow. So yeah, but that is part one of the the main reasons why I ended up doing that um, when I was younger or earlier when the, in the kids' lives. Um, I was going, I went back to school, uh, working two jobs, again, the Jamaican thing. Um, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a lot of time to spend with them or to see them. Um, okay. so I had to revamp that because it, it bothered me. I, I'm a person, I crave family, right? I, I okay. eating, sitting down and eating with them every night for dinner. Um, that's something that, you know, needs to happen. That's where we, we all debrief each other and talk about the day and, talk about future plans and you know what the excitement is on this side and you know what happened in school and so on and so forth so not being able to do that i had to get creative to try to figure out a way that i can get back into their lives or into the routine some type of routine so what i did with xavier um he was playing football in plainfield so i ended up becoming a football coach uh, oh so that i can spend more time with him and you know i could be there and do that and then i figured okay well if i'm doing it for him then i have to do it for the girls as well so what was big in their lives at the time that they were both involved with because they have their own individual things but what they were both involved in was girl scouting so i was like well you know what let me do that you know i became a, a girl scout dad in their troop and uh you know lo and behold next thing you know i became a co-leader so you know putting together activities um um i you know i would take them to like on field trips take them to the car spot so they could learn about cars so again they won't have to depend on anybody um they know what it is you know they know how to change their own oil they they may not have to change their brakes but they know how to do that um you know so on and so forth so um and it just stuck um, you know, go camping together, and it's different because I'm a I'm a I'm a guy. Um, typically, men are not Girl Scout leaders. I hey, I was one. Yes, of, so I you so one. you know, <laughs> yeah, we're far and few between. <laughs> so you yeah, know, there's I, it, there's it, some it, stipulation, it, you know, like like when we go overnight camping, I can't stay in the tent uh, with them. Um, you know, things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, it's it's been that. one of the best experiences I've had. Um, you know, with them, um, cookie booth sales, um, going door to door. Yeah, cookie. how many cookies did you have? Did you personally buy? Um, <laughs> when was I? Not, only Girl Scout dads. Know when was I not buying any? Um, but what what I would do? What I would buy, but I would turn around and sell. So I would sell yeah, to a lot of my clients. That's what I want yes, to hear. Yes, exactly. That's what I want yeah. to hear. The hustle. Oh, yeah. I'm going to buy two boxes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm sorry. I'm going to buy two big boxes of cookies. Might be 200 cookies in there. And I'm going to put them oh, yeah. on the street. Definitely. I'm going to put them That's how it is. The and that's how it still is today. <laughs> oh, 
all my co-workers all my friends and family i'm like hey i got cookies for sale and i'm putting that money back into the into the cookie jar or i'm doubling down this is okay i'm i'm, I'm gonna match yeah what I put in so yeah that's that, that's pretty dope man every every girl scout dad or, or brownie dad has that I, I have a funny i have a funny brownie story um naya had a a project a, over two weeks to complete for a, a badge and we were you know she was about six years old so we showed up you know bright and early on a saturday uh, to go through her presentation with with her troop one of the girls wasn't prepared for the <laughs> for the okay. presentation and i'm standing there with the other parents and i'm like oh this is about this is about to pick up speed and i kind of started fading into the black because naya was like so basically because you're not ready we don't get our for that. <laughs> and I was like, yo she was and then the girl the girl was trying to explain to naya like i'm sorry i had this naya was like i'm sorry you just gave me a whole bunch of excuses where's the solution what's 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 happening now i Can love that little girl so <laughs> long, long story long long story long they ended up giving them their um they did the presentation which wasn't a full presentation and she ended up getting like yeah. the badge anyway and so we're you know going out for ice cream i'm like let's go to friendly she's like i don't want to do that and i'm like you just got your badge to celebrate she was like i didn't i didn't really earn this and i was like y- you did your part you earned she's like no if it's a teamwork thing we should have all been able to do that if she knew that she was coming up short and needed help she could have reached out yeah. to the troop and i'm like she's six years old it's like she could have reached out to the troop and we could have all helped her I don't want it. I didn't earn this. And I said, Naya, you know, it's like coming in second. She's like, I don't want to be second place. Second place is the first place for losers. And I was like, okay, <laughs> mic drop moment. I'm done. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done. I, I'm not going to nope. win this argument with you. I'm not going to win. I'm not going to win. So let me just, uh, I'll, okay, I'll cut your legs off right now. We good. So, yeah. So <laughs> I know that that is, that is crazy. With, um, I think you said you were, you belong to, you, you were doing some work with the church. Um, well, I am um, a chairman of the board for uh, New Covenant Christian Academy. It's actually, yes, okay. it's school. now a default school. Okay. Um, the, we closed our okay. doors uh, seven years ago. But what we still do is we meet okay. together to go through um, the state of New Jersey to hand out scholarships um, to high school students. Oh, so we you know okay. we we okay. solicit donations you know anything that we can do to raise money um and then we give to give to the kids um some kids you know they'll get a five thousand dollar um, scholarship um some kids will get a thousand dollar scholarship like we, we we have certain ones that we put forth um in an application process okay um that they allow they go through it's pretty okay. pretty um strenuous for them um because it it delves into real life situations um because it is a competition, they, you know, to, to see who gets awarded the scholarship. Uh, wow! But uh, yeah, that's that's a, a big passion of mine. Um, I um, not only do I interview and talk to the, the students, but I also handle the uh, social media platforms. Uh, we actually okay. have we're, we're putting together a virtual gala now um, um, because of everything with COVID nineteen. We, we weren't able to have our in-person gala. Um, so we're doing a virtual one okay. um, so that we can still, you know, raise money to further other kids' dreams and aspirations. Um, you know, 
Nice. It's very admirable. Trying. Very Try. admirable. Hats off. Hats off. I, you know, my high school closed down. Oh God, it might be, it might have been twenty years ago now. Yeah. High school closed down, and I, I was one of those kids. I actually, gave to the alumni association because I learned a lot. Of, I learned a lot in high school. I went to All Boys Catholic High School for those who know yes. and don't know. And um, we were part of archdiocese, and I think a lot of, of I, I don't want to say mismanagement of funds, but something happened where school shut down, and we there was a loose de facto situation, just as as you were mentioning, but that kind of folded as well. So anybody from Essence Catholic Boys High School. East Orange, New Jersey. If you're if you're listening, um, let's try to get something together to eat, at least create a scholarship or a couple of scholarships or something that we can give to these these children because we, it was pivotal for us to enjoy that type of thing. When I went to high school, man, it was competitive. Um, I learned a lot. I was engaged in a lot of um, activities and things of that nature. You know, I, I can't imagine now. You know not having a lot of um, programs available, uh, especially through the state that can assist. So if you want to give any information out right now about how anyone can donate or whatever, please feel free to do that right now. Um, yeah, actually, we, we the link that I have is not live, um, but I can definitely circle back um, and hand that out. Uh, you can go, in the meantime, you can go to uh, uh, ncca.com um uh, that's our website and you can donate through the website um but we we have uh, a couple of the links that i'm i'm working on now that, that are not live uh we actually just had our our, our board of uh our uh board meeting excuse me um just last night um discussing um what i have to do as far as getting those uh, links live but i can circle back and and give those to you at another time Absolutely, yeah. You have a platform. You have a platform. Yeah, I appreciate that. that out. Um, even if even if you can give a you know a few dollars, I know in this trying time we're trying to hold on to everything that we can, but being charitable and being uh, gracious, that's a virtue that you know we all should have to, to do something in that regard. Ah, that's pretty dope, man. That's I'm actually I'm very impressed with that. That is I know that you are always um, a school guy because we always have some crazy. Matter of fact, tell everybody about your major <laughs> in college. Everybody always says that too, and they laugh when I tell them. Um, I majored in physics and astronomy. Yeah. Um, and why? Why would and you have listen, to this? Books? It's crazy, something that I've bro. always wanted to do since I was in eighth grade. Um, I just, I just knew wow. that's what talked to me. Um, and I, you know, those smarts actually transferred to the church because. Xavier wants to be a robotics engineer. Um, and uh, Naomi, the oldest, she's 16 now. Um, we're, we're doing college tours for her. Um, she wants to be a chemical engineer. Okay. Um, so, okay. yeah, so she's doing physics in high school now. So I'm trying to help her. So it, it paid. It, you know, wow. it paid off. Um, oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I just told a, a cousin of mine um, before we connected on this on this. Um, call that right now and it, and it hurts to say this that a lot of us are realizing some of the degrees oh, yeah, are true. useless because if you if you went if you went and got something um let's say a fine arts i'm not picking on fine arts it's, if you got a fine arts degree it, it, it can't no. be used right now you're absolutely right you know you know if you are if you are if you are an engineer if you're any bioengineer 
anything in the medical field, you are frontline. You are yes. You are essential. You know, but if you if you became a gym teacher, it ain't gonna really happen for you right now. You know, and and, and it's a crazy thing. There used to be a show on uh, where reality shows kind of really got popping. I don't know if you remember this show. It's called The College. Ah, uh, that sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. Yeah, it was a show about. So they picked like they were out somewhere in the desert, California or Nevada, where they built a colony, some some road warrior type Mad okay. Max situation, and it was like a warehouse. So they picked different people from walks of life who had actual occupations. Like one person was a physics teacher, one person oh, okay. was a farmer, one person was okay. a cop. So you basically had to form a society, a new society, because society had fell, and there were other colonies within the vicinity. So, as you were foraging for supplies and kind of building your own situation, it, think of like Catan. You're building、gotcha. your own situation. You have to, you have to make use of the skills that people had for whatever job、yes. they held in the real world. And you kind of realize real quickly, man, this dude、yeah. is a security guard. You, you, exactly. He can't use you. Unless you had some skill or talent that we didn't know about, you know, you're going to be on guard duty because that's all you can do. Versus a farmer who can cultivate crops and plant and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, people that are in college right now listening to this,、um, whatever you do with your degree,、uh, about seventy percent of y'all. Very true. And I'm I'm a prime example of that. Prime example of that.、Uh, <laughs> just like I just said, I majored in physics and astronomy. And right now, I, I run my own business.、Uh, I'm an independent contractor doing payroll management, so it's completely、yeah. left field.、Um, you know, I wanted to do communications.、Yeah. That's one of the reasons why I did the physics and astronomy.、Um, but the field was so competitive. Okay. And again, you know, not to play the race card, but when you're brown skin or black skin, it's hard. It's not just about what's、mm-hmm. on paper. Yeah. You know, when you sit there for the interview, the person that's looking across from you,、um, sometimes they have an ulterior motive, and you know, unfortunately,、Absolutely. you know, I had I had other things come up in life. You know, grandfather passing away, brother passing away. You know, just a lot of different things.、Um, so、mm-hmm. it led me down a different path. So perfect example of of what you just said: not working in the, in the field that I went to school for. Yeah, it is、um, a quick example of, of that for me. Is that I went, you know, I went and got a business degree, and I do business on some level.、Uh, I've I've worked for people, I've worked for myself. I kind of do both right now. I'm kind of living in two、mm-hmm. worlds, serving two masters. But one of the one of the greatest things that、um, you could tell yourself. Is that you don't、yes. call me one boss. You may serve clients.、Yes. You may serve clients. You may serve customers. You may you may serve vendors and things of that nature. That's a different dynamic. But at the end of the day, anybody you're not on anyone's schedule to say, "Come, you got to you got to be up at seven o'clock to do this." If you're up at seven to do something, it's because that's the schedule that you adhere、exactly. to for what you get done. But no one's lord, no one's lording over you, telling、yes. you that you got to do this right now. And a lot of people don't realize that. You know, there's a quote that I always refer to, that I saw on LinkedIn a couple years ago, and it stuck with me. It says, "Every day that you spend not working on your dream, you're helping、yes. someone else build theirs." And people are learning that right now in this in this pandemic is that, you know, unfortunately a lot of jobs are going to be lost, and those jobs are、exactly. going to someone's dream. Someone opened the restaurant. Someone opened a a um. 
a service uh, industry somewhere, some kind of, you know, situation like that. And it's going to fold already. if it hasn't folded already. And you folded, you folded with it. So now you have to switch gears and, and go back to work. I'm going to have a guy on, uh, I think um, it's going to be next week because he's busy right now. But he's going to talk about the um, people that are re-entering society that okay. were incarcerated. And they're coming into society. They're, it's already a hard task to come into society, re-enter society when you already when you're coming out of that situation. But imagine now coming into a situation where there's millions of other Americans that are yeah, 34 million people work, are work. And you have, you, yeah, exactly. you have to compete with that. You have to compete with trying to, you know, and you know it's it's unfortunate that your time in in prison is gonna in help or hurt you depending on what industry you're going into because these brothers this is, do acquire skills you know yes in incarceration, very true oh yeah you know on some level but 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 again it's gonna be doubly hard for you to come back into society so i'm very interested um with what he'll have to say in that regard you know we we learn things we learn things this thing right here is so life-changing on so many levels that when someone wants to talk COVID, I'm not going to talk about the health aspect of it. We already know that we we're living that every day, but how it's changed yes. life as we know it. New Year's Eve, you know how many people that were alive that made all these plans that they were going yep. to do by now or by the summer or by Christmas. Yes. And they're just gone. Very true. Gone. Always remember that scene from, from I am legend. What Will says, every he's like yeah, 10, yeah, people became yeah. this dead, dead. I'm like, it just that's, that's what it is now. Like, Yo, that's what it is now. So yeah, crazy. You know, because a year ago from now, I could have never imagined life like this. A year, a year ago from now, will be like, a year from now, it's going to be brand like, new, brand new. What is that going to look like? None of us have gone through this before, so brand spanking new. But the one thing is that, um, and I think I might have said this to you when we were working. When we, we met, so Kel and I met working. I used to work for him. <laughs> he used to be my boss. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think he was part of part of the hiring process to get me on. And one of the things that um, that I remember is that <laughs> I lost my train. What were we talking about? Uh, we're what talking about um, trade schools. Um, how people are not working. The gentleman that's coming on next week, um, people that are incarcerated. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're so a lot of people um, don't realize that what what you've done, what you've done will set you up yes. for what you're gonna do. And if you haven't, so this time is a, a a pause. And when I say pause, is that for anyone who who works hard, you know, who who gets up and you know honest living they get out and they grind every day you know you have to put that same grind for yourself because you did yes. it for someone else for so long you did it for a company that unfortunately closed their doors to you because they had to and now you have to think of ways to monetize any anything that's a passion of yours in a proverbial sense and i say this to yours as everybody listening you have to mo- monetize that unless it's it, unless it's a pure hobby you have to monetize that find a way to to kind of make money on it because the side hustle as they like to call it affectionately everyone needs a side hustle everyone needs seven streams of income yes. that is a real yes. thing that that exists out there you know even if you have passive 
or active income, you have to have seven streams of, of money coming in or ways to make money. Because, you know, um, one of the things that I admire about Caribbean people, I don't care if it's from Jamaica, Trinidad, um, Guyana, I don't care where it's from. There is no large system of when you retire, everyone's going to get a pension. Not everyone gets those type of uh, jobs. So you have some people that work yes. into their twilight years because they either oh, they have like to. to or they have to. Yeah, here we get Social Security and we get, you know, assistance. You know, you may get TANF, you may get welfare, you may get WIC, you may get something. But in other countries, they have to work. They have to get up and grind. You know, I love seeing when I go home, I love seeing people that are yeah. the roadside sellers because I, I would see I would go into I would go into an area early that day go back home, come back to that area, maybe come back in late in the evening to do something. And this person is at the yes. stand 14 hours. I'm like, what the yes. like, How are you out here? Yes. But they got to make ends meet. They don't have a choice to say, yeah. well, I don't want to work today. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my grandmother you know, was uh, you know, was one of those um, such people. Um, up until she was 92, she was still out on the corner selling Ginep, um and Star Apples. Yeah, and... Wow. and Everybody loved her in the neighborhood. Everybody looked out for her and everybody bought from her because they knew that's how she had to make her living. You know, so, oh yeah. Yeah, that, and that's that's crazy, man. That's crazy, you know. I always always, always respect hard work, um, you know, but I but I am also from the school of thought is that exactly. work, work smarter, not harder, you know. I, I, I was one of those people, I'm still like that. If I, if I get to a, if I take a job, and I take it mid-management, entry level, or top management. I'm looking for the next 18 months as my fast track to say, well, I want to, yep. I, I want my boss's job, yep. you know, <laughs> you know, or I want, I yep. want his boss's job, you know. And that's just that's just me as a as a person. That's how I how I process things. I process, you know, I measure success in in um, whatever you whatever you want to do, you excel at. Always look at Spartan society. Just you know. 300 whatever Spartan society that they were they yeah. just did one thing they were soldiers when there was no when there was no war they're like what am I what am I to do <laughs> what am I to do right now you know I need I need conflict I need I need to strive in that so you know anyone listening that's in college or going to college you got to understand that you know you're going to get a degree if I can and I say this kind of with with some um satire I don't, and I used to think I used to think differently. Obviously, twenty five years ago, but if you don't go to college, doesn't it? Does, it that doesn't mean that you're not going to be a success. Don't let anybody force you into going to college because they want you to go. Go because you want to go. But if you if you have acumen and there's other routes of learning and going into business, whatever, there are courses that you can take, certifications that you can get that can assist you i am not advocating someone not take education serious but what i'm saying is that you know what it costs to go to universities yes in other countries they go for free but in america in america you pay you pay up to a hundred thousand dollars for a degree that you come out making thirty five thousand dollars for the first couple of years and it something about that just not you know as yeah. i get older i'm like or when I say to a friend, they're gonna like, I'm gonna go get a master's. I'm like, why? You're gonna spend forty thousand yeah. dollars to make an extra ten thousand dollars. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying when you can just go take a couple of certifications and make that money without having to spend another forty thousand dollars on your education. 
I'm still paying student loans. Yes. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be, you know, COVID, COVID didn't stop that. Everything stopped <laughs> everything but student Very loans. Very true. <laughs> I mean, they suspended it, but they, Very they true. didn't wipe them off. <laughs> they didn't wipe off. It, it's, it's still the thing. It's still happening out there. That, that is insane. But um, but I always knew that you, you know, I, I respect education and um, people. I, I always say this. When I say education, I'm, I'm not talking about miseducation or things that are, are, are taught to us that you know like history is one of those subjects that you have to look at that from a um, a different lens but mathematics is mathematics in any language if I speak German right other than a word problem if I speak German and I speak and you speak Chinese and we look and we look at it's still the Pythagorean a, theorem correct. it's yep. still the Pythagorean theorem <laughs> yeah you know music is the same thing I don't I don't care what language is is the song the song is the stanzas are in but that's the, right. the notes are universal is that everyone everyone hears that the same way so i always tell people i'm like listen you know whatever you value um for an education make you know make something of it you know don't don't let your you know people people stand like well i have a i have a this degree and that degree and my boss you know makes whatever more than me but he didn't even go to school i'm like well you know you have to decide because you have that doesn't necessarily guarantee that's true a spot at the table that's true you know you know remember that movie have you ever seen that movie um no i think i love my wife no it's a stupid heard movie. Of that. it's a stupid movie it's, it's so chris rock yeah so if you you might i don't know i and and uh, you know you might like the movie but it's with chris rock and he's in a marriage okay i think his actual wife is in the movie um, but he's in a he's in a marriage that he's you know it's getting it's getting mundane it's like um, it's just getting ordinary it's kind of the same thing over and over again it's, it's it's Groundhog's Day for him but he works as a um, financial analyst for a um, a very nice firm and he goes into a meeting because he's you know he's having problems in different parts of his life so he goes into a meeting this is like one of the things I remember about these movies the movie. I can't remember what happened at the end, how it, how it ended or how it started, but I remember this scene. He goes into a boardroom, huge table. We've all been in these kind of boardrooms where the yeah. table is like you can see <laughs> twenty people, and it's it's wide and it's long and it's chairs everywhere. So his boss is unhappy with his performance of late because he's having you know he's having these personal problems that's now bleeding into his work. So he gets upset because he's passed up for promotion, and, and Chris Rock says to his boss. He goes, I don't get it, man. I've I've busted my ass here to do what I can. Um, and he said that I brought in forty million dollars last year to this firm, and it's not even like appreciated. You know what? What's up with that? His boss goes into his pocket, takes out a quarter, and says, "I want to show you something." And he flicks the yeah. quarter like he's flicking heads or tails. He flicks the quarter, and the quarter lands on the table. He goes. That my friend is your fucking forty mil. Wow. The table's with the four million. Wow. Like get the hell out of wow. here. Wow. Yeah. That's it was deep. great. They don't come in here trying to trying to muscle me, bro, because it's not gonna happen. So I I was like, wow, that is that is insane. That is insane to me that that you know some people think that because they have a step up, you know. And again, it goes back to what we said because you you go to school for something, you may not end up doing that you know a lot of us switch majors at some point in college because we realize 
when you get a communications degree, you have to kind of specify in what, you know, what communications you're going to do. You know, is it media? Is it, is yeah, it newspaper? Precisely. Like print? What are you going to do? Because getting a communications degree, it doesn't give you what do you call unless you have a mathematics degree. You can do anything with that. Yeah, you can do anything with a mathematics degree. Yeah, you know, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Um, anything else on your mind? There's a lot on my mind. (laughs) Um, you talk these people's ears off. I just, I, I it, it's, it's one of the, the, the reasons why I think that you and I always clicked. Um, uh, we, we have a lot of the same mentality. Um, I live my life the same way, just like how you were saying. Um, a lot of times when I talk to the kids, there are always um, little lessons that I try to teach them. Um, you know, I always say the same thing that you said earlier um, about uh, hard work. Um, and uh, one other one other one that I use constantly with my oldest um, is uh, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Uh, that's that's a, yeah that's a yep yeah, and that's a mantra great. that I, I try to live my life with and try to use it to motivate myself as well as motivate them every single day. Um, you know it, it, this pandemic that's happening now is a, a true example of everything that we talked of that we touched on as far as education which is why there are 34 million people out of work um you know people have their degrees but their degrees mm-hmm. are not frontline worthy um you know it's unnecessary so not only yeah. do they um get stuck at home they're furloughed but some of them they lose their jobs altogether um and then you have yeah, when they use the word exactly, exactly, um, and then you have people that um, that are innovative, that are creative. Um, there were so much things that were born out of the last um, financial situation that we had back in two thousand eight, um, two thousand nine. Um, there are a lot of things that are born, and I think that same thing is going to happen now. Um, and you know people have to pay attention to that and that's one of the reasons why what you're saying is sometimes having an education um is not the end all be all um you know you you if you have a brilliant mind you're creative and you can do things you can circumvent school and use your life experience to pull you up the ladder you know yeah i've had situations where where I've taken things off my resume because I was like, why am I not getting any traction? And then I realized talking to a recruiter or a headhunter is like, this is too yeah. much. This is too much to digest. Like they're gonna, they're gonna be like, we're not gonna be able to pay this person. And I'm like, I, but okay. So should I keep this on there? Should I not keep this on there? And you try to condense. <laughs> yeah. It's like writing an obituary. I said that earlier. And always, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a funny thing. But one of the hardest things I have to do for my for my dad was to write his obituary i'm like i'm going to write this man's entire yeah 54 years of life into do you do that a page. Yeah. i'm like how the hell am i going to do that i remember with everything, with everything uh, so yeah. done and that's what a resume is it's just a snapshot yeah it's just a snapshot of like of yeah your life what, experience yeah. you know what you've done and you may and the one thing you may take off your resume be maybe that key word like oh man had i known you did that you would have got this job and i tell people like, like you said it you know what you, what you know. Seeking education is not a bad thing. So anyone listening, we're, that's what not we're, what we're saying. We're saying that 
you know, you got to understand when the government and when society uses essential and non-essential, that should have been a, a, a alarm clock to say, oh, you know what? I have to do something else. You know, there's only a certain a certain amount of jobs or, or industries that are essential. Uh, well, one? Uh, construction is <laughs> definitely one. Um, uh, yeah. Anything in the medical field. Yeah. Um, occupational therapy um uh couriers uh you know delivery people um those are jobs that i think that are very recession proof um you're missing a big one you're missing a big one right now that's making a lot of they're not they're not making the kind of money that they could be making but they're make they're still making a killing and that's 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 the clue they're making a killing uh can you guess what that is recession proof we from the dawn of time, recession proof. That, that's that's escaping me. That's escaping me. <laughs> that's escaping me. My my train of thought wasn't that's even going there. Um, I can't think of that. I'm thinking about regular like trucking and stuff like that. Yo, any anyone anyone at home? Yes, a yes, yes. Yes, that is that is recession right. proof. They it got to the point where. It got to the point where they couldn't even. They're bury, still. They're still. People their Yeah, they're still at that point. They, they There's the um. There was just a news report I watched the other day where um yes. they have refrigeration trucks, um in front of the hospitals and in front of the mortuaries, um and one of them broke down, the yeah. refrigeration unit broke down, and the body started yeah. because they started rotting. You could smell it, and it took a time for them to bring in a, a new vehicle wow. to transfer the body. But can you imagine being in that in that position? Yeah, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like, where you, you know. Yes. Yeah, that's recession proof. So anyone that's in school to be, yeah, to be that, you will always have work. Trust me, you will always have work. You know, that is that is so crazy that that exists. But you know, um, we don't know when this is going to be normal again. I don't. I don't. Yes, think I agree. We're gonna have. We're gonna have. A I agree. Um, for a long time. You know, for a long time, the um, the great the Great Depression lasted for about a decade. Yes. Right. For the bounce back, and only the war, only the war, World yes. War Two is what really brought the country back. You know what I'm saying? World War Two breaking out, that really brought the country because that that kind of pushed industry to kind yeah. of get going. And the, and again, the innovation. Work. They they had and people that not also, normally, um, yeah. you know, people that were seamstresses or whatever would come, um into a military um, installation to make bullets, um, to make, you know, armor for the tank, to make um, yeah. clothes for the soldiers. So yeah, that's, that's you're absolutely right with that. This one yeah. I think is gonna take longer. Yeah, yeah it, it will. It, it, um, I have grandchildren as you guys know, and I think by the time they're 10 and 11 years old, that's when we're gonna see yeah. our, a bounce back or a sense of what we of what we had but as you said most uh, eloquently that you know whatever the last what is it, the recession that we went through it yes. created a new industry or new industries you know like look at look at what's going to happen with exactly zoom, zoom is going to be <laughs> zoom when i don't know if they're i don't know if they're public or not <laughs> they're, i gotta check i guess some stock yes but that's going to be the new normal like every you know i mean technology is you know like everything has video now whatsapp and FaceTime and, and, and this and that 
but at the end of the day, you know, that that now becomes that because anyone who can actually yes. work from home will have to work from home going forward. You know, where where, you know, it is gonna change society in a sense that we will have less traffic on the roads, you know. But it but it will hurt industries such as the airline industries and car makers and you know, because I haven't in wow. nine weeks I'm on the same tank of gas that I put in I that I put in because where where I work okay. in here is about twelve minutes by a car. And I haven't so yeah my only trips are to the supermarket and that's once a week. I try to go and I have to shop at yeah. different places because I can't get everything at the same spot. So going going out to do that I've been on the same tank of gas. When gas first got low, I, I filled up, and I'm like, "Damn, I'm on a sit." I'm like, "My car is telling me I get enough from being like, You're not driving the car. I'm like, no shit, I'm not driving yeah. the car because because I'm not driving the car. Like, I get it. I understand the car. You know, I got so days I, that I don't go anywhere. I gotta go out and start the car up because the battery's gonna go bad. BMWs are driving driving because you have to drive them all the time. Yeah. It's not meant to just sit, so I get it, BMW. But it's like, what? What am I gonna do? You know. But again, we we've learned now to that we're resilient, that we're trying to, you know, we're trying to fight through things. You know, this this really kind of just changed things. This you know this didn't this didn't stop life yes. because there's things that are going on. People are still dying from other things. People are still getting locked up for stuff. There are people still committing crimes and. Yeah, and there's you know somebody inventing something right now, um, that's going to be useful in life. That yeah, that they're going to make a million dollars on or whatever, you know. So life hasn't stopped. It's just that now going forward, you yeah. play in how your life goes from now on. Like, what are you doing to help that? What are you? Yeah, you know, what are you going to do to help your situation? Because a lot I mentioned this yesterday. I don't know if you heard yesterday's or day before yesterday's um, uh, uh, podcast. I mentioned that you know. The one thing that we have to that we have to do yes. is, is you know be self self reliant. You are your OC, you are your CFO, you are your human resources, you are everything to yourself. You know what I'm saying? You so a lot of people don't realize that, or are going to realize that you know they have to make a living and they're being forced back out into industries that are frontline, you know, restaurants or whatever to make a living. I get it, I understand, but then some of us that are not going to be able to go back yeah. to jobs well that that's that's why it's important like what we touched you on know? before um why trades are important and, and why some a lot of education is important education is important um but the the key word in all of this is adaptation right this uh pandemic it didn't stop life like you said and it, it what it really did in my opinion is it forced us um, into a new normal. We were already heading that way. We were already heading into a technological world. That's why they're they're pushing or marketing all of these different um, apps, um, social media platforms on our kids because they're the new wave, right? So now this pandemic just forced us into mm -hmm. it sooner than we needed to be. So now we need to adapt so that we can move forward and we can move forward as a society and get stronger and get whole again. Um, you know, so I just, I, I am, and, and, and this is going to sound weird, but I, I'm excited to see what this is going to bring when we do come out of this. 
Um, you know, I just, I, I believe that yeah. people are so resilient and we're so smart and just, you know, Well, that's why I use that's why I yes. use the example yes. of, of people that live in the Caribbean. You know what I'm saying? That's why exactly I use it because they don't yeah. know any other way. You know, you know, there's parts of there's parts of both our countries. That yeah, yeah. You go into an area, you be like, "What year are we in?" Like they're stuck in time. You're like, yeah. what? like what? Like I'm in. You know? It's yeah. Like, yeah, but yeah. they but they survive. They 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 make do. They make do with it. That's why. That's why I mentioned that. So when no, certain people are like, "Oh have, my God, you have I've your health and like, you're you're alive," I was like, so "You haven't lost everything." You know? Because again, it comes back to the same thing. Not to cut you, but it comes back to the same thing about adapting. Yeah. Um, you you were talking about um, how many people are not going to go back to work and how many industries this is going to affect. And I was just listening to a report the other day when they were saying how um, it's four big banks. Um, or four big companies in New York City that have chosen not to return, not to have their employees return um, to a physical location. Uh, Chase Bank, um, you know, Morgan Stanley Chase Bank was one of them, um, and they occupy um, a lot of space. So now what's going to happen to these retail, you know, to these these companies, these physical companies, nobody's going to be at work anymore. Um, so you, you have to adapt. Um, I'm talking to the principal of my daughter's school now. I think it's a great idea for us, just like how we have um, a fire drill. Um, we have the lockdown drill where, you know, somebody comes into like active shooter drill. I think we should have a stay at home drill, you know, for uh, yeah. uh, meaning, meaning so that people, because there are a lot of teachers that got caught off guard because of this and they didn't know how to use computers so that kids at home could, could, you know, be homeschooled. A lot of the kids didn't know how to operate the computer um, so that yeah. they can interact with their teachers. So I think if you have a drill with that, then nobody, if something like this happens again, nobody would be caught off guard. Yeah, a lot of, a, a lot of kids that, you know, got ignored. They didn't have computers. That's the next thing, yeah. Um, they didn't have computers at all. You know, every, everyone thinks that every millennial goes home and gets on a phone or gets on a computer and gets on a yep. laptop or gets on a tablet. I'm like, not everyone has that. There's some people that live below the poverty line that you you probably pass every day and don't realize how struggling their life, how how much of a struggle that their life is. You know, in the 33 strategies of war, 33 strategies of war, there's a there's a chapter about I'm a, I'm actually telling you the story. So there was a um a general a Chinese general that sailed across the ocean yes. to enter into a battle. And they were, he had a massive army and they, you know, they broke shore and he had, as they approached the island or the country that they were going to invade, he basically had the same orders said to all of the warriors on each of the ships. You can use a sword, a knife, um, whatever you have, a spear, whatever you have, to just take that and go ashore. And when they get ashore, the main general is going to address the army. So everyone came ashore with that one weapon, and they were standing, you know, in in rank. 
and he said to them, he says, listen, I need everyone to face the ships. And they, they all turned around and faced the ships. And he ordered the ships burned. All of the ships burned, were lit on fire. All the, so all their supplies, their fresh water, their, their shelter, their clothing, their food, everything that they came across the sea with to sustain this army was destroyed on a, in, a, in an instance. And he had them face him again. And he says, I've just given you something. It's like, what did you give us? You just took away everything that we had. He says, over that hill, we got to take this city and the cities beyond that city. And you have nothing to return to. Mm -hmm. You have no more supplies. So I've just given you purpose. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Yes. Crazy. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Let's go. Purpose. Yeah. You know, there's no going back. Yeah. It's like, you got it. You want to sleep tonight? You want shelter? You want food? You want a woman? We got to take that hill. It's yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, I know that story well. It's uh, my man Robert Green there. Um, sure. Yeah. Yes, sir. Absolutely insane, man. And and you're right. It, it's, it's kind of interesting what's going to become um, of this whole thing. Like, what happens now? You know, we, we are all living in a movie where we've never seen it. And we're wondering how it's going to end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're wondering what the next chapter is going to be like. But then you have a story to tell. You know, when when Xavier makes you a granddad and you can talk about 2020, it is the one. I think you had a post on your page like if 2020 was a season. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I want to cancel it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to have it. I don't want to have it. I'm, I'm good. You know, you know, I am. Um, you know, Kobe died this year, and I was one of those people that you know I watched him. We we watched Kobe grow up, not just yes. me and you, but anyone anyone of this generation. You watched Kobe grow up because he was actually a basketball player longer than he was alive. Yeah, and it's funny to say that he was he was a superstar longer than he was a person with a life. Yeah, and we watched him grow up. You know, and when that happened, I had this eerie feeling like, man, this year is gonna. This year is going to be kind of crazy, you know, not because Kobe died, but it was just like, it was so surreal that he died. I'm like, damn, Kobe? Like, Kobe died? Yeah. So, you know, obviously I didn't know this was coming over the hill, but this is here, you know, this came. So kind of look at things like, wow. But again, life is still going on. Things are still happening. You know, we had a couple of prominent people pass, you know, last week. Little Richard. Yeah. Andre Harrell, we have people pass, and you know, um, anybody who's a um, who's a fan of hip hop, and, and I'm actually gonna have a, a show coming up, and I want you to be on it about you know hip hop then and now, and you know the business aspect, the music, the culture, the non culture, the bullshit, whatever's happening with it. Um, it'll be a good talk, but you know, people don't realize that Andre Harrell, before he was an executive, he was a rapper. He was yeah. part of a group called. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's actually a he's actually he's actually a pioneer in in two aspects of it because he was an artist before he was a executive. You know? And you know, people he lost careers of people and, and everything like that. I always said, you know, when you um when it when your time is done here, when your story is written for you and by you, you have to realize that, you know, the things that you accomplish maybe minor or major to somebody i am a person and i use kobe as an example since we talked about kobe you know kobe as a person may rub 
people the wrong way. Everyone does, especially if you're competitive. But the thing about Kobe, as great as a basketball player he was, the most impressive thing about him that I remember is that he spoke six languages. Yeah. <laughs> and, was yeah. Wor- and was working on a couple other more. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, yo, like, who speaks six languages? That's like, dope. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, forget all the, the five championships. I'm like, bro, you, you speak five, six languages fluently. Yeah. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. And I, I think I heard a, uh, a story at his funeral that he wrote, he, pl- he learned to play the piano, one of the most um, complicated pieces of a sonnet that he that he's sharing his wife with over the phone. Oh, he learned wow. to play that. Yeah, like, he, you know, he, he had a little bit of skill, obviously, but he had to play a piece that was very, very hard. Um, and I don't know if it was Beethoven or, Mo- or Mozart's piece, but it was something that was... It wasn't something that you could learn that quickly, but his mind, his mind was, you know, his mind was obviously evolved and stuff like that. But it's, you know, I always, I always, when I hear about famous people or people that I'm, you know, that, that out there, I look for the obscure things about them that make them them, you know, I, okay. Michael Jordan won six championships. I get it. But then watching his last dance thing, I'm like, wow, Jordan, as, as much as they popularized him and pushed him, he was an asshole. <laughs> you know, but it is what it is, man. It is what it is. All right, it was great talking to you, man. I'm gonna have you on again. Any any parting words for the audience? Uh, uh I hope that uh, you guys found this um, intriguing. Um, I I do look forward to coming back. Um, I would definitely love to take part in that uh, hip hop conversation. Um. Yeah. You know that that I think is going to be very exciting. I I remember just just the other day how we were talking. I had invited you um, to listen to Mob Deep's uh, Infamous. It was the 25th anniversary. Yeah. Um, and I, I still can't believe like where did the time go? I still can't believe that Prodigy's daughter is 21. And it was like yeah yeah <laughs> like, it's crazy. But uh, but yeah. But th- thank you for having me. Um, I look forward to uh, doing this again. I look forward to where this is gonna go and uh i have to say i'm, I'm very proud of you um you know i, I oh, thank you man I, I love this platform i love again the adaptation and, and the involvement you know involve yeah. what you're evolving into i should say excuse me yeah like yeah life is to be lived man life is to be lived you know I, it's, it's the um yeah the headlight um the headlight paradox you ever heard about that yes yes so the headlights on the car can only see about 500 yards or so at a clip as you're as the car is moving you know you're a science guy so velocity so on a very dark foggy road in the rain you you have to trust what those headlights are giving you because you cannot see beyond further than 500 yards at a clip so you don't even know what's ahead that it could be a the road could be washed away and the entire lake is now in front of you you have no idea you have to trust what you're seeing you know um i uh i'm a person that have uh to me in in my own self if i have to write on paper what i've done there's a long list of things but it's there's a longer list of things that i haven't done i mentioned on on a, on a past podcast that everyone should write themselves their future selves a letter every five years so when you turn 25 when you turn 30 write your 35 year old self that's coming god willing write the write a letter to yourself putting putting in at 30 
what you want to accomplish by 35. So when you open that letter at 35 on your birthday or whenever, whatever day you, you open that time capsule to say, if you're reading me, you should have obtained your second master's degree. And if you didn't, what happened? Yeah. If you're reading me, you should have, you know, you should have been married and had the 1.2 kids. If that didn't happen, what happened? What happened? You know, because because it's an idea to kind of get a, a sense of who you were. You know, pictures have a way of capturing who we who we are and who we were. Yeah. Because a picture a picture would never tell you what you're gonna be. That's true. You know, we see athletes in we see athletes in pictures. You know, as a little kid, that oh, they wanted to be a basketball player since they were a little kid, and some of them, some kids never grow up to actually make it to the NBA. Yeah. You know, but so but but when you go back on somebody and says, hey, you know, show me a picture of you in the past, and they show you a picture of them you know playing basketball you're like oh wow so you've been into this since you were a little kid so so we never get to see that you know we never get to see that we see that in reverse is what i I guess what i was trying to say we see that type of stuff in reverse so you never know what you're going to become who you're going to who you're going to become you know but you have to become something you have to you have to constantly grow yeah whatever that's gonna be you know that's that's crazy so that's good um, advice so i'm (laughs) gonna yeah i'm gonna um I'm gonna chop this up. It takes me about maybe six minutes. I'm gonna publish it, and I'll send you a copy. And I welcome you to the manual. And like I said, I'll try to have you on. You know, we'll, we'll text once a week to see when you're good to go, and we can record. It doesn't have to be the same time every day. It could be a Sunday. It could be a Monday. It could yeah, that works. Whatever, whatever you're works. free. Um, yeah, it's it's just like I said. It's just something that 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 we can um, definitely share with people because um i'm getting tired of watching tv <laughs> <laughs> yeah i never thought i was saying i'm not a big tv person but i'm like man i've watched i watched the entire sopranos um series again my fourth time <laughs> wow yeah, and, it, yeah. And, it, and honestly man it's like it, it was just to remind me of jersey yeah it was just to remind me of jersey because because i i physically can't get in my car and drive to new jersey i i i have not been in new jersey since possibly um before this thing has started i was supposed to be down for easter when easter happened to see my grandkids and see naya and see moms and everybody but i haven't been able to do that and i don't know when i'm going to do that yeah hopefully september hopefully october hopefully. maybe christmas i don't i have no idea yeah i have no idea you know but it's it it is something it is something to behold man this is this is definitely like trying to navigate in very muddy waters yeah <laughs> you see the shore with the water but the chop is so heavy man you you gotta you gotta get through it yeah you gotta navigate between I, here and there <laughs> and again i thank you so much for um you know accepting that call and um i look forward to doing a lot more of these with you brother thank i appreciate you. it thank you again man all right man, have a great evening you too take it easy